This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity and Business Podcast, the Becker Business Minute Podcast. Here are 10 of the stories that we're following today. Uh, just we'll go through these fairly quickly. Uh, first, markets had their worst week of the year last year, uh, last week, excuse me. Uh, the, in addition, Friday, the Dow and the S&P were down 1% each, and then the NASDAQ was down 1.7%. This kept off an awful week in the markets last week. Second, the markets point up today. Let's hope that that holds. Third, year-to-date numbers, the S&P and the NASDAQ are still up. The S&P almost 4%, the NASDAQ almost 10%. The Dow, which is more reliant on just 30 stocks, is now down 1% year-to-date. Fourth, a fascinating story that I saw that, that sort of cuts the tide of everybody's spending based on pride and overspending. This is a story that shows 60% or more of people making 200, 250,000 or more a year, I feel it do financially well, are choosing to drive Toyotas, Hondas, Fords versus luxury brand names. At a period of time when there's so much binge spending and binge borrowing going on, we believe this is a positive sign that some people are still watching this more, more carefully. Uh, fifth, there's a terrific story from Warren Buffett's annual letter where he goes after sort of the, the, the politics of trying to demonize stock buybacks. Most people from an economic stance, stance, sense standpoint view buybacks as a, a sort of normalized transaction where when a, a, a CEO, a board sees their stock is undervalued and they see it as a better investment than other things in the market, they buy back their own stock. Somehow or another, stock buybacks, I'm sure there's been some really bad examples of bad behavior, have been demonized uh, by Joe Biden and so forth, trying to tax them and tax them some more. But at the end, they warm Buffett with an impassioned defense of why buybacks make sense and why it's politically nonsensical to be going after them. Sixth, a story from the venture capital front, Sequoia and Andreessen Horowitz, Horowitz, Horowitz invested more in fintech last year than any other sector. That's reported by TechCrunch. And again, no surprise to people that that's sort of viewed as one of the newer next, next big things. And we'll see how that goes. Seventh, the Wall Street Journal talking about a Bain report, reports that PAE activity, private equity activity, should greatly rebound in the second half of 2023. We'll have a separate discussion to this shortly uh, in a different podcast. Eighth, Twitter is cutting more jobs in an effort to get the profitability. Um, ninth, no great surprise here whether you're a conspiracy theorist or a non-conspiracy theorist. One of the U.S. agencies now has reported that the most likely scenario is that COVID came from a lab leak in China. I think this puts, obviously, administration, whether the Trump administration, the Biden administration, in a horrible position how to deal with this with China. But I think this is no surprise to anybody. It's, it's almost like people would have rather not known. But I think it's becoming more clear that COVID did come from a lab leak. At least that's what one of the U.S. agencies was reporting this weekend or saying this weekend or their memo show. Uh, we'll see how this all plays out. It's just probably more than the administration wants to know because it creates more political pressure on the administration to deal with China in a certain way when they got to figure out a way to also constructively engage with China. Tenth, Berkshire Hathaway reports results. It, what they really saw was a tale of two cities. Their investments went in the wrong direction, but their operating re- earnings just barely dropped and were up for the year in 2022. Warren Buffett has long said at the end of the day, we really base our results on our long-term operating results, not the ups and downs of our investments. There are six or seven largest holdings are in 
Apple, Bank of America, Chevron, Coca-Cola, and American Express would all do pretty well to emulate, um, you know, what what they do at uh, Berkshire Hathaway. And I think it's perspective that at the end of the day, if operating earnings are going well at our companies, we're in good shape, and the investments will go up and down based on the investment climbing out there, I think is a great perspective. Um, thank you for listening this morning to the Becker Private Equity and Business Minute pad- podcast. We'll be back with you later today on specific stories about Berkshire Hathaway and private equity. Thank you very much for listening.